0: Of the 875 million users on the network, 180 million are senior level executives, 10 million are C-level executives. You will also be able to drive results with targeting and measurement tools built specifically for B2B. And they work. Audiences exposed to brand messages on LinkedIn are six times more likely to convert. LinkedIn Ads is also ranked number one for security, community, and ad experience as part of Business Insider's Digital Trust Study. Make B2B marketing everything it can be and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com mpn and claim your credit. That's linkedin.com mpn. Terms and conditions apply. Hey there, it's Jason Falls. If your company or maybe one of your clients sells to marketers, you look for advertising channels that guarantee business marketers are paying attention, right? Let me introduce you to the Marketing Podcast Network. You're listening to it right now. It's a network of podcasts all about marketing. So 100% of MPN's audience are marketers. Reach them by advertising on the Marketing Podcast Network. Learn more and find our media kit
1: at marketingpodcasts.net. And just give them an opportunity to join your mission to like to join what it is that you're creating into the world and to be able to subscribe for five ten fifteen dollars a month to unlock premium content additional episodes bonus episodes extended interviews things like that over and above what they get on the free vision of the podcast you're
2: listening to the business of podcasting where leads come first this show is for companies and founders that want to grow their business subscribe so you can get results that matter and remember leads come first thank you for tuning in to another episode of podcasting for businesses now on this episode we have very special guest jason from the company supercast and i want to focus on interviewing software companies that are in the podcasting world that either have shows or are working on shows and I think that the podcast world and the software world, even the startup world, really intertwine a lot more than people really recognize. So it was great to have Jason on from Supercast because that they have a whole platform set up as a way for podcasters to create extra income streams, which doesn't seem that profitable for you. But look at it this way: if you have a company, and let's say you have twenty thousand followers on Twitter, and then ten thousand on Instagram. Let's say you just said you're going to build community there using Supercast, using an exclusive podcast. And the goal here wouldn't even be to make money. You just want to really build brand. It would be great to use Supercast because you can charge something like three dollars a month. And not I would say you don't necessarily have to make money from it, but you're going to get more engaging, focused leads. And that's what's important for us as a business owners. We wanna get leads, we wanna get really highly engaged prospects. So what's more engaging than somebody signing up to your exclusive show, being with the brand for a couple months or even weeks before they make their decision to buy and work with you. And if you have a software tool, I think it's invaluable to have this because you build brand over time and you build that community over time and they'll be constantly inviting other people in And when it comes to exclusive types of content, that's something me and Jason talk about during the interview. So make sure you take some notes on this one, because I think if you think outside of the box and you look at this as a community building strategy, it could be really beneficial for your startup and your software product. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome in, my good people. You are listening to the podcast Profit Club. We have special guest Jason from Supercast. Jason, welcome to the show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for having me. So I think we got to start this off with, first of all, this is, I think the the most pressing question everybody has, because Apple now has subscription abilities for podcasters, how does Supercast fit into
1: the subscription kind of
2: space for a podcast host?
1: Yeah, great question. I guess to to really paint the picture of how we got into this space and how we got into this idea of subscription as a new monetization method for podcasters, we just have to. I think it's helpful to know how Supercast got started, and really, it was somewhat by accident. The team that built Supercast actually was approached by Sam Harris, who has a really popular podcast called Making Sense, and he had tried out different ways of monetizing, but had ultimately decided that he didn't want to do. Ads, like he wanted to to basically create premium content and to be able to to have the audience be his boss, effectively, and to yeah. not be like biased by other incentives that come along with things like sponsorships. And so he actually approached our team to uh, build out a sponsorship solution. Specifically for his show, this was over two years ago before anybody really kind of realized that sponsorship was a big opportunity and so through building sponsorship building a, a subscription solution for Sam, we got a behind the scenes look at what is possible when you take a highly engaged podcast audience and just give them a, an opportunity to join your mission to like to join what it is that you 're creating into the world and to be able to subscribe for five ten fifteen dollars a month. To unlock premium content, additional episodes, bonus episodes, extended interviews, things like that, over and above what they get on the free vision of the podcast and so not everyone subscribes of course there is uh, typically two to seven percent of your audience love your show so much that they're willing to get on board and support you on a monthly basis so that's like how we got into it we of course then brought other podcasters into the fold and over the last couple of years have like really been super excited about more and more podcasters seeing this opportunity because we think there's just so much gold that's lying out there in people's audiences they've done the hard work of creating those audiences and, yeah. and they're just leaving the money so on the table when they only uh, think about ads or they to use ads as a sole monetization lever. You're right. Apple has now like seen that there's an opportunity here like they have now seen. Yeah, we've all got all of these people who like podcasting and making money via ads. Let's now give them the opportunity to have their listeners on Apple podcasts sign up for a, a premium subscription. And that's where the catch is. In any given audience, as we know, podcasting is very fragmented. Everyone can pick and choose their own podcast player. And some people like Apple Podcasts because it comes pre-installed on their phone. Some people like to use Spotify. Some people like to use Pocket Casts. So um, and now, some people man. like to list Google Podcasts. They're all over the place. Yep. It's very fragmented. And so what that means is like that Apple is the number one podcast. Depending on whose stats you believe, it, it, it sounds like most people... Geez, Roughly agree that Apple Podcasts has about sixty percent of podcast listeners using their platform. And so the catch with the biggest catch with Apple Podcasts subscription program is that that means that if you you know were to go and launch a subscription program using Apple Podcasts and broadcast that out on your show on your public show and say, "Hey, I've got this fantastic new subscription program. Come and sign up, and for five dollars a month, you'll receive ad free listening and kind of all of these bonuses. Anybody that's not using Apple Podcasts won't have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, like they'll hear it, they'll want to sign up for it, and that button that you're telling them to go and click just doesn't exist because they are not using Apple Podcasts as a player. And so what that means is that like one it's confusing for all of those people. And if they listen on Android, they don't even have the option of downloading Apple Podcasts. To get access to your subscription program. See, and um, that right there
2: is the main thing. That's the main reason why I think Supercast can still exist in the same space. Because like you said, not everybody has an iPhone, man. I know a lot of people who hate iPhones. They just hate Apple products. It's like a war. So, absolutely. Uh, I I think Supercast is still valuable. Now, one thing I want to get into is... Really how to set up these subscriptions? because I think that's my listeners, that's their biggest question is, first of all, what do I need to set this up? Should I wait until I have a certain amount of subscribers? Should I wait for a certain amount of listeners? What do I need to qualify for a a private podcast, I want to say?
1: Yeah, great question. The way I think about this is if in the startup world, we think about this idea of, an early stage startup wanting to get to minimum viable product or Mm. or, or product market fit. And what that means is that you've created a product, great, but who's going to buy that product? Who wants that product? Is there enough of uh, an audience that actually has, that likes your product enough that they will use it on an ongoing basis? And so if you take that idea of product market fit and then translate that to the world of creating podcasts, I like this idea of really waiting until you've got Podcast market fit before you go out and and th- even think about any kind of monetization, whether it be subscription, sponsorship, or or whatever else. And it, put, putting that into specifics, what that means is: have you a core group of people that tune into your content on a repeat basis, and and just give you good feedback? Have you got a good base of reviews, a good base of like people that listen to it that you can reach out to that give you feedback? And are your download numbers? They don't have to be massive. It can be like just still in like the, the, the thousands still. But if it's you know on a growth trajectory and starting to feel like it's on an upward path and it, it, like you you can start to trying to predict anything obviously is tough. But if, if it's feeling like it's heading in that kind of direction up and to the right, then you might you know want to start uh, thinking about monetization. And and I think that will naturally follow that in your head your idea of what your show is all about will also be starting to crystallize. Because at the beginning, you're shooting all over the place, trying to find something that resonates with your audience. And that's just part of the journey. Like there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's all about like you just trying to find your sweet spot and really meeting the audience, right? Like where they are and and in terms of what they want to be learning from you. So I think until you reach that point, Where you've got podcast market fit then all of your energy is best directed at getting to that point don't think about any other monetization because you really want your highest roi activity is is about getting
2: to to that resonance i agree with that and i love what you say a podcast market fit i'm gonna credit you when i say that so i'm just letting you know now i'm gonna say that again but i'm gonna credit you jason from supercast said it (laughs) i think one thing that helps you get there is building a platform for your podcast and what I mean by that is having, whether it's an Instagram account, where you talk about every episode, because then you can engage with your audience in the comments. If it's a Facebook group for your podcast, where you talk about every episode or what's coming up next, because you have to have a place where your listeners can congregate and talk about the content. What I've learned Absolutely. is that my podcasts I've worked on or my clients that I've worked with, the shows that do the best. They always have people conversing about the content consistently. Totally. That's what makes the episodes live longer and it totally. keeps people excited for what's coming next. So
1: choose a platform. And, and wherever you typically had those conversations happen, like where does that, that discussion usually happen for you?
2: I would say, first of all, and this is going to be controversial too, Facebook groups in this regard are overrated. I think because what I've seen is it becomes distracting and then people are trying to promote everything and Facebook groups overall, the stigma behind it, it's not really built as a place where a lot of communities can thrive that are podcast communities. Like right. if you have one for your show, it doesn't work that with the time. Now for some shows mm-hmm. it works, but the ads and all that stuff, I think Facebook gets distracting. Mm-hmm. Instagram has been the best. Twitter is also a good option. So those public platforms, they work really well because People can come and comment, they leave their feedback, they say what they want to say, they can share it to their audience, and you can go live on there after your show or before it goes uh, live on your actual platform. It's so many different things you can do on these social platforms to actually help your podcast. Um, and my advice to podcasts is always focus on one platform. I'm growing this Instagram for this podcast at Pod Profit Club on Instagram. I'm not trying to do Twitter or uh, Facebook, only Instagram. Because right. that's where I know what's going to be most successful. Um, newsletters work as well, but not as great as you might think. Because again, the communication isn't there. And I say like, this is a good test. Can you post the title of your episode and then have people arguing about it in the comments? Mm-hmm. That's when you reach a certain point where people care about your content. You want people debating and arguing about what does this say? What does this mean? All of that stuff. That's going to help you. So I love podcast market fit. And that's a way you can just get there. And I do agree that you should have a foundation set before you build something like um, an exclusive podcast. That is very important. One of my other questions for you was about pricing. I've seen some subscriptions ranging from five bucks as high as five hundred dollars a month. What is the guideline that you like to use
1: for pricing? Exclusive communities. So our typical range is from $5 to at the lower end to $20 at the higher end. If I think about the customers that are on Supercast, 95% of them fall into that range. And so the major differences between those prices is really the level of premium content, like the the bonus content, and that kind of the community features that you add over and above that. So if you start at the lower end of the range, essentially like a lot of creators, they don't have a lot of time. They don't have a lot of like additional kind of budget to to be able to go out and crank out another episode a week or two episodes a week. And that's totally fine. You don't have to. So there, there is um, a world where you just start with the, like the lowest lift premium benefits. And so the, the no brainer one for most people is an ad free feed of all of your episodes we commonly see things like adding access to your back catalog for example maybe not all of your episodes are available on your free feed and so you can start uh, to just bring those into your private feed and people can get access to your archive that way doesn't take you any time i haven't um, seen again that
2: before that's one i have not seen that's interesting that could be pretty good
1: yeah another one is early access to episodes So if somebody is, if you have like guests in there that are pretty popular, everybody's like waiting to hear them and you tease it out on, again, on your Instagram saying, hey, I'm interviewing Matthew McConaughey on the show like this week. If you want to get early, if you want to hear it tomorrow... Then, you know, like you've got to sign up to be a premium member. Otherwise, just hang on tight. It'll be on the public feed in you know, three weeks' time or something like that. that kind of thing. Everyone wants to binge. Everyone wants access to it yeah. you know, now. We're very much in a, a kind of a now time. And there's a host of extended interviews also. Again, you're already doing the interview. Imagine if this interview that we're doing now, if you reserved like the last five minutes to, and, and there was a series of questions there that only premium. Members get access to that there, there's a whole range of like easy lift things that you could package up for five dollars and then as you add bonus episodes as you add like one episode a month or amas for example where your audience can ask questions we actually have an ama platform built into supercast where your audience wow. can ask questions and then you release you you promise basically a dedicated AMA episode, Ask Me Anything, once every two weeks or once every month. I have a question about that. Only about pre-members that. get access
2: to. Yeah. For the AMA platform, is it like a live setting where they can be in a chat typing or is it like you ask these questions before and then episode goes live yeah. in a day or two?
1: Yeah, You, the way it works on Supercast is you can come in and ask a question or you can look through all of the other questions that have been asked by members and you can upvote other people's questions.
2: Wow. Um, and like so
1: it. it just builds this repository of over time of what your audience cares about and what they really want to know from the hosts. And then what that means for the host is, that, is it becomes like really easy for you to respond to the things that your audience cares most about. So once a month you just pop in there you pick off three or four of the, the highest voted questions and the things that you want to talk about. And then you just record one episode for half an hour, for an hour, talking about those questions. And we actually make it really easy for you to timestamp where those responses appear when you upload it to Supercast. That was
2: my next question. That is amazing. That's genius. And, I love and it.
1: everybody gets notified. Everybody that upvoted or asked that question, they automatically get notified and can play from that timestamp.
2: I love it. I love it. Oh, okay. Okay. So it sounds like that's a really valuable way to just have multiple things, three to four things you give people for that monthly subscription, whatever they're paying and make sure that the Gifts you're giving for that price really match and balance out. That's perfect. I have a question about something on the higher end. So let's say I do have that level, but I want to have another tier that goes to the next level and I want to have like master classes or like coaching mm-hmm. or something like that. Is that something I could do on Supercast?
1: Yeah, absolutely. We. Having worked with like hundreds and hundreds of like creators, we know that no, every creator is unique. Every creator like thinks about their audience and it just wants to construct something that is uniquely them. And so our whole approach has been to allow people to really, we provide the tools and then you can construct the membership how you want. So you can have multiple tiers and you can even bring in other things like a newsletter or like a a Discord or like a Facebook group that aren't necessarily delivered through Supercast, but that is made available through Supercast when somebody signs up and pays for a higher tier. To give you an example, Canada Land, for example, they, they have a base tier for... $5. And so you get access to their flagship show for $5. For $8, you actually get access to their entire network of six shows. And so you can pick and choose, like, which one of the podcasts that you want to add to your podcast player, all for the one subscription price of eight dollars. And then if you pay even more, I think it's like ten dollars, then you would get some merch thrown into there's some Candleland socks or, you know, a key wow. ring or something like that that you can get access for being like a little bit higher of a premium subscriber. And it goes all the way to We have another show called Breaking Points. They actually offer they when they went live with their membership, they offered a lifetime a founding membership where Wow for for as a one-time fee. You can get like all of of the premium benefits as well as getting your name engraved on a plaque that they would have live in their studio. They're a YouTube and podcast. You're actually going to get access to the park, but over 500 people signed up for that founding lifetime membership at $1,500 a pop. Wow. Like it, it all hinges on your audience your fans and their affinity for your show when you have that and when you've found something that people can really get behind honestly the sky's the limit and supercast gives you lots of different ways for you to, to be able to tap into that that's
2: what it sounds like I'll just listen to you talk about it it's giving me so many ideas this is my idea move when I do this <laughs> so I'm getting a lot of ideas on what I could do even with my own network with the Personal Branding Playbook the Milestone Club Podcast Network like there's so many different things you can do and ways you can profit from from podcasting. Now, I I knew we would get to this point years ago. I just thought it would take a little bit longer, but I absolutely love what Supercast is doing. My last question here is there a type of person that you want to be using Supercast? Is there an ideal person or should like the new beginner podcaster not worry about it until they have 20 episodes or or you only want comedy podcasters? We would love, we prefer to have business shows. What's the ideal
1: user at Supercast? Great question. Ultimately, the way we work at Supercast is that we only make money when the creators been. and you know that's the, that's the way our pricing model works. Essentially, we take a fee for anybody that's paying you. So, as they pay their monthly subscription, we take a fifty-nine cent fee per member uh, per month. And what 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 I would guide people to say is, you really again going back to that podcast market fit thing. If you haven't yet found that that spot like where you can feel like you're onto a good thing and your your audience is like really getting great value out of your show then that's where i would focus and so beyond that supercast is working for like a range of different creators obviously big shows uh, like the Breaking Points that I'd mentioned it, it works tremendously for. Them. They they were actually a YouTube podcast prior to launching One Supercast. They just launched in June this year. They didn't have an audio only podcast, but they realized that they should have one. yeah <laughs> And so as of June, they started releasing as a podcast under a new brand called Breaking Points as well as on YouTube and like their YouTube they've invested a lot in their studio. It looks like a professional kind of news politics show with the, the two of them sitting in the studio. And they were able to achieve 10,000 subscriptions in the first two days. Wow. Um, so 10,000 people paying $10 a month to get access to the premium version. And that's they were just really able to, to get people to come out and support what they were doing. And their, their whole premise, their, their, their the, the reason for their existence is essentially to present an unbiased view of what's going on in today's world. So Crystal's on the left, Saga's on the right. And that's pretty uncommon when it comes to mainstream media. Yeah, you know, very like uncommonly it's like polarized <laughs> one way or the other, and so that's why we're just in a time where everybody appreciates like the uniqueness of what they're bringing with their specific show. But it works for network. I mentioned Canada Land. It works for you know YouTubers who might want to get into podcasting, and it works for publishers who like may may already have an existing membership but like want to add in private feeds, private audio feeds as a component. Uh, of that so yeah if if anybody's interested I'd say just come and chat to us over at supercast.com because there is uh, a a fair chance that we can support the use case that you're thinking of
2: I love it man this was a great insightful conversation even gave me some ideas I know you guys listen you got some ideas like Jason said go and check them out supercast.com I'll put a link down in the description box down below Jason thank you so much for coming on the show
1: pleasure thanks Chris
2: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Business of Podcasting. If you have any other questions, hit me up on Twitter at Chris Podcasting. Send me a DM. Let me know what you want to do with your podcast, and we'll set up a plan for you to get started.
0: You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Joe Singer and Tom Stallings host a great podcast called Take a Breath. Joe. Tell us what you talk about on the show. Yeah. So Take a Breath is a podcast for people who are really trying to build something valuable in their lives, whether it's a business or a marriage or whatever it is you're trying to do. We help you with some hacks to build your best life. Wow. Where can people subscribe? You could find us on marketingpodcasts.net, as well as mergeanalytics.com. And you can also find us on LinkedIn and YouTube. And wherever you get your podcasts. So go subscribe.